0: What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 75 of Super GG Radio, the extra beta beatdown, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host and DDR Hall of Famer, Alex Arona. Just let me set it off here and show you my sick dance moves. With me this week is resident expert on all things Wario-related,
1: Joel DeWitt. Joel? I dabble with the lore of Wario. I know about his true origins. Do tell. It would be wasted on both of you. Ouch! Well, we at least have our other co-host who will share his origin,
0: Eric Getty Gettinger. Lay it on me, Getty. Vat of acid...
2: Alien spacecraft crash lands... Nah, how about we go with a Moon Ritual Gone Wrong? (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, I like that one. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The last thing we need is a corporation coming after us. Yeah, uh, I know that one. Mm-hmm. This week, we have an, X, an XL beta blitz for you. We chat up the news before getting nostalgic in the Backlog blog. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games we have one hour on a Wednesday afternoon to try. That one was real. That um, that NDA was tough. Those beta windows were even tougher.
2: Yeah, but we're not actually going to talk about that one this week, are we?
0: NDA's dropped. And in yeah, fact. But,
2: but we could all play it and then have a <laughs> true opportunity to talk about it instead of just listening to you talk about it. Did you not play the Fall Guys, Getty? Uh, I did not have an hour on Wednesday to dedicate at 2 o'clock
1: during working hours. How about you, Joel? Well, <laughs> there are non-working hours right now. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Fine,
0: we'll hold off the Fall Guys. Thank you. Uh, it's not uh, like it's coming d- free d- to d- PSN or
1: anything. D- give us the elevator pitch. Give us the executive summary of Fall Guys beta.
0: It is that Wipeout TV show, but all of your char- all the characters are gang beasts and it's like 50 to 100 people all dropped into a Wipeout course. Trying to make it to the end, and then they do rounds where if you are not in the top, whatever number,
1: you get booted. We gotta play this on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, we do. We we gotta can can we loop in two people off of one console because that sounds like something Kelly would be all in on. Wipeout is like pure nostalgia for us from like ten years ago when it used to be running.
0: Hmm, oh, I don't know. You know what? We could try it a to out. organize it. I don't know if they do. They do online, but we'll look into it. Uh, Fall Guys, uh, to be continued. Yes, thank you.
2: I've been dying to (laughs)
0: play it. Okay, okay. Now, let's move on to Yarn Town. Yarn Town. Yarn Town. Yarn Town is a Zelda, uh, an old school 2D, Zelda 3D sprite, not 2D, sprite based.
1: (laughs) Please please don't say Zelda like. 2D,
0: 3D. 4D. (laughs) Hey, that's a category. Joel, just for you, I made that a category in Jeopardy. It's for you. (laughs) Beautiful. But 2D Zelda, but it's the game of Bloodborne. Yeah. You have your HP, you have your stamina, you have your basic attacks that you can do charge attacks, do more damage from behind, you have your blood vials, your bullets that will create openings to stun the enemies. And the like, Getty and Joel, you guys did not play Bloodborne, what? did you? Did you? Yes. Cool. How could you Joel, miss a did game you play like Bloodborne? that?
1: I I played several hours of the first zone and died over and over and over and over and quit. There you go. But I mean, so then, so then, both of you should be familiar with the Yarn Town map
0: because it it does a pretty good representation of that first
2: map. fairly similar to Joel's dog, who is climbing on top of him right now. (laughs) This game climbed on top of you? Uh, No. I think that they did, (laughs) or whoever it was that produced this, did a really good job of transcribing that first level of Bloodborne into this 2D map. It did feel like at certain points when you would go, um, for example, the sewers. They Mm -hmm. had the sewers that were not, I don't want to say a hundred percent accurate because I do remember there being a tunnel, and maybe I missed it in my play of uh, Yarn Town, but where you would see like the giant guy that would come blitzing at you and uh, knock you flat on your butt. See, I don't remember that guy. He I remember him. He was a pain. I had to sneak behind him to kill him.
0: The the thing that's stuck out for me in this. Was of course like the the thing that all those Souls games have in common, which is the shortcuts, finding those levers yeah. that will open up a gate that'll bring you right back to kind of the beginning.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. that's something that, have, that those things have in common. No.
1: Yeah, yeah, but th- this this appeals to me a lot more because it's two D, and it's so my history with the Souls games is fraught with uh, bad attempts, and I the one that I actually made the closest attempt to actually. Made Protterson is actually Demon Souls because uh, mm-hmm. it was just the first one. It it intrigued me. It was mysterious. It was tough, but I felt like it was my fault when I screwed up. Uh, and it was just the right time where I could pour something into that. And this beta here, like the the fact that it's 2D helped a lot with being able to sort of orient and position myself, like you said, Alex. It being very Zelda. Like in that sort of link to the past style, where uh, you have to come in for your hit. uh, Where in Zelda, you'd be like strafing and moving out of the way. They've got the roll button that you can, you have to use to roll out of the way. Different from Bloodborne here, unless I didn't use it right. In Bloodborne, the shotgun is a stun weapon, and you have to integrate it into your movement and shots to create openings where you can really damage the enemy here it's just a a ranged weapon so that creates a different dynamic and makes it a little bit looser and a little more forgiving and then also the drops are just really plentiful uh and when it comes to health and restorative items and more uh, ammo so uh, that allowed me to really take it at a measured pace and not feel like i was You know, at the skin of my teeth the entire time. And then finally, like, you can kite these enemies in ways that I don't recall being able to kite them in Bloodborne. I felt like in Bloodborne, like, you would approach them, there would be an area where they would confront you. But if you ran off far enough, you could sort of escape and then they would go back to their zones. Here, if they attach on to you, unless they were ranged weapon attack people, they would they would follow you around. Because there was points where I would like tight in like four or five people and then be, get cornered and be like, shit, 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 shit. And I just tried to swing my weapon just to clear them off before I got obliterated. Okay. I definitely
2: felt like this was a little bit easier than regular Bloodborne, though. Yes. you know yeah I, th- absolutely. I
0: think 3D space allows for more th- allows for more complexities and a lot more mistakes.
2: I was gonna say the respawn if you notice in this uh, yarn town, the respawn doesn't happen when you go back to the other world. Now in Bloodborne every time you travel back to the graveyard the enemies would spawn back but you could essentially clear out an entire area. Go back to the graveyard in this, level yourself up, and then come back to a clear zone, which was nice. And uh, I don't know that I I like it, because I, I definitely like the difficulty of Bloodborne, and the, I don't want to say it's rote memorization, but that's definitely how it feels at some points Trying to remember, okay, there's going to be a guy that jumps out at me here. I have to remember to avoid the dogs that are going to be released at this point. Or I can't go down this bridge right now because there's still uh, werewolves.
1: But it's not only that, but Bloodborne or the Souls games, they share DNA with something like Monster Hunter where you have to really understand the animation time of all your attacks as well as understanding the attack patterns and how much time it takes for an enemy to commit their attack. And if you don't, that's where you get caught up and, and get your head lopped off. It, it's just, But the difference is that in Monster Hunter, uh, unless you're out of your depth in an area you shouldn't be, the enemy's attacks aren't oh, uh, complete dooming you. And, and in Bloodborne, you, know, you screw up. There's at least half your health.
0: Yeah, it's true. The, see, that, the, I know that the, the respawn for this graveyard, but if you go to a lantern, they would respawn. Hmm. Well, like the bonfire, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. would, res- they would, re- they were respawning for me left and right.
2: Maybe I didn't make it to one of the lanterns and that's why I was just going the... Well, back the only thing the, the
0: lanterns ref- were for is just sure. to, if you want to level up in the world as opposed to going back to the cemetery and talking to the doll.
2: You see, I guess I didn't uh, I didn't explore at least that aspect. I was just going straight and killing everything, but I did find that I could get to either of the seemingly the first two bosses without needing to prog- like the graveyard boss, I could get to him and at the same time I could get to the the boss at the bridge.
0: So I, I only I only found the boss at the bridge. I didn't find uh, get with guest coin Yes, yeah. coin, I, I almost got, got
2: him down, hurt. too. I was doing a much better job of him because his attack patterns were a lot more easy to memorize. And a lot more heads, like the, the gravestones, to hide behind. And it, he only has, like, three moves. So he would shoot, or he would swing, or he would do something crazy. Uh, but do, doesn't he transform halfway through that fight in... The, in uh, yes. Yeah. But I got him down to like three quarters. So maybe, eh, you know, maybe you have to beat him and then he comes back. That could be.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where this game fell apart for me was the fact that there isn't a, as much variation. There's no sidestepping. There's no kind of cornering around the back. I mean, you can go around their back, but it just it, being in a 2D plane, it took away a lot of the complexity there. So I found that it like for the the boss on the bridge, the bloodstarved beast, I would swing twice, roll, swing twice, roll, swing tight, and it it just kind of became a repetitive. a waiting game. Then yeah, yeah, it just came very it became very repetitive. I think that fight took me about like four minutes, four or five minutes, but there was no difficulty there. There was no change in patterns. No no. Nothing else besides just he would swipe at you with his claws or he would swipe at you three times with his claws. Well,
2: I I think that it's still a good entry if you wanna see what Bloodborne is all about to just peek this game. I don't know that it's it's not complete, is it, by any stretch of the imagination, or does it go all the way?
0: Uh it's not complete, yeah. no. Plus I don't I don't think this is gonna go into that level of detail to be able to actually complete bloodborne in this i can't imagine that they would allow that i
2: think that he's lucky that he got away with as much as he did but it seems <laughs> it seems pretty fun it, it, you
1: know? it is and, and, and it's you know the, for the same reasons that you aren't quite as into this as i am Getty. Uh, the forgiveness of it is kind of what allows me to be uh, a little more engaged in it. Like, the the role has so much more range than the kind of roles you get to commit to in, in Bloodborne, and uh, it just it takes you completely out of danger and away from most uh, issues with most enemies. So it, it it's just... It is balanced more towards someone like me who doesn't want to be banging my head against the wall with these at the moment <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. or that just defines us as
2: people you're much more forgiving than I am <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah this definitely felt a lot more forgiving you got a lot of health upgrades you got you got a lot of you got a lot of souls, like the 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 currency to upgrade. Yeah, they were just flying at me,
1: throwing them yep. out at you.
0: Yeah. So I think at one point I had like eight thousand souls. I was like, this is a lot. It's kind <laughs> of a lot. Usually you're like really scraping the bottom barrel. Like, okay, let me kill these guys. Let me let me go to a bonfire and then reset, kill these guys six more times. It'll be fine.
1: And just maintain it rain souls. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I never had a problem really retrieving my souls. The few times I died, too. Did you? Wait, you died in this? I did die a couple times, but but it was something where like, I was, I was treating it more of a Zelda ilk than a Bloodborne type game. You know, I was just approaching them, trying to just slash, slash, slash. And in a Zelda like Link to the Past, you hit something, they usually have a recoil and bounce back. Here, they don't. So, like, you hit them, they take damage, but they're still standing there, and they're still going to do their attack pattern where they're standing.
0: Makes sense. No, I didn't. Uh, I actually didn't die in this, but that was kind of that was again part of the the things that I felt became the weakest to me was that I. I found I, I just I just found what worked to me, which was you know, attack, tack, roll, attack, tack, roll, and ninety percent of enemies fell for that.
1: We so it just We did it. You're good at Souls games. Thank you for rubbing it in. That's that's appreciated.
0: I am not good at Souls Games. He has to be good at something,
1: Joel, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give him
2: this
1: one thing. <laughs>
2: the one thing. <laughs> this and uh what is it, mount your friends? Those are his forte.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love mounting, my friends. Okay, Yarn Town—a uh, lot of fun, free on HIO. Uh, anybody wants to check it out? Uh, as it being a 2D version of Bloodborne. Where we're going, there are no straight roads. You butchered that. Cause, the, cause the next game is no straight roads. I did it. Where we're going, you don't need. Never mind. I know what the never mind. Is. Clearly this doesn't matter to you. <laughs> NSR or No Straight Roads is a three D action adventure you what the character are those called character character adventure games?
1: You, I guess. Uh, it's it's sort of you know, the the attitude sort of reminded me of like a ratchet and clank. Kinda like a yeah, like a three D three D roaming around collecting stuff, solving puzzles. You know, fi- fighting off a handful of enemies, you'll have boss battles, uh, but it's not quite like platform-heavy like a Mario or something like that. Well, we don't know that yet.
0: Yes, we don't know that
1: yet. It could be very uh, platform-heavy, and we just lied to
2: all six of our listeners.
0: <laughs> no straight roads. <laughs> uh, it's not out yet. It's, you are two characters. One is a drummer, one is a guitarist, a female guitarist, and a male drummer and you are using uh dodges you are using attacks with your weapons you are doing weapons with your instruments thank you
2: guitar and uh drumsticks Drumsticks. i really like i definitely like the way that they incorporated the ability to shoot musical notes at the enemy because the demo that we played is it's just a boss fight from what i could tell but it's still like a lot of fun. You see a lot of the different elements of the game, and uh, yeah, Alex, you can go ahead. I'm just I'm gonna gush over this game though.
0: The 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 okay. Well, we might as well yeah. at this point. It's just it's not cel shaded, but it definitely is a uh, very brightly lit and like tons of colors everywhere. Little anime esque. Yes,
1: I saw playing the characters sort of neon. Definitely lots of neon color going yeah. on.
0: And the characters have tood. They got that attitude. Yep. They're like, "Hey, man, back off. We don't like this piano classical crap."
2: Yeah. What are they because- like yelling down the hallway? Like, "Sorry, what did you say?" Oh, we're so good at music.
0: Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this environment is not is not acoustically proficient for voices. The yeah. the, the
1: whole. The whole line was, like, saving the world with the power of rock, right, against the evil forces of EDM. Because I'll, full transparency, this is the game of the week I didn't play. <laughs> so, oh, come I, on. I, I, I wanted to. Like, I saw the trailer, and I was like, this is kind of neat. Like I, I know I, why. I, it's because it love... was on
2: the Epic Store. And if we know anything, it's that this podcast has a serious problem with the Epic Store. (laughs) Specifically, Joel.
1: I've got a problem with all those free games that I haven't played yet.
2: They they (laughs) threw out three free games today. I hope that you picked them up.
1: Oh, you know I did. (laughs) No, just <laughs> to anything
2: else.
1: <laughs> I'm just continue. Yeah, I I'm just continuing to drown in the black backlog, and they're not helping. Mm. But, uh, no, but it, it looks neat. Like, and, and I love, I love games that use music as its premise, and, and the sort of attitude of like, you know, rock and roll is going to save the day. Is, is that kind of cool, Jack Blackian kind of, uh, you know, sensibility? Although it didn't seem quite as extreme as him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Along with this, I, I, a game with instrumentation using instruments as weapons having rockers versus edm and differently so the the boss is a is a child playing a piano and his mother is trying to stop you from uh, stopping his piano recital there's a lot going on the combat in this case was a boss fight and uh, i gotta tell you the music throughout everything that you did you jumped you dodged you attacked made a sound effect that went to whatever was happening as the music. Yeah. Nice. So the music was shifting between rock and EDM beats. And then the enemy would shoot like a laser beam, but it would be on beat to the song Mm -hmm. and your attacks would be sound effects that would fit to the song. So it, it went so fluid between them both. And then any action fed into that. It, it kind of made for a dynamic soundtrack.
1: I I love it when games do that when they integrate the music into the actual gameplay like that. Uh, uh, obviously, stuff like uh, Flower, not to call back to the best that game company game uh, too much, but uh, like that and uh, of course now. Tell my journey. Flower and uh, <laughs> but but like the the whole like integrating the music notes hit into. Uh, the action taking place, it's such great sound design, and not enough people making games do that. I feel I mean, some games it doesn't lend itself well to, and I understand that, especially if you're going for more like a, a cinematic experience where it's meant to evoke like a sort of movie thing. But like, I wish more games would do that.
2: Music is make or break these days, it, it really That's is, at least, my opinion especially
1: when you're talking about non-triple-a games like every bit of the presentation and the production value for uh music is is all that more important especially just with the flood of games that seems to constantly be coming out
2: Yep. no i definitely need this game like, this game is out <laughs> yeah? of control. Like, I absolutely... So, uh, in my experience, so I'm, I'm running around, I'm trying to survive this boss's barrages because there's, like, there's notes. There's musical notes flying at you. You got to dodge them. But there's also, like, these little boom boxes that are around the stage. So you, you run up to it and you you strum on your guitar and then it'll activate it and the boom box will shoot musical notes at the boss. And uh, there were very few times in the the fight where I felt like I actually had to swing at the boss otherwise everything that i was doing in the environment was the fight it wasn't like a direct boss fight by any means Uh, i think at the end there was a little bit of like up in your face combat but i just the premise for it looks like a lot of fun and i want to get to know these characters a little bit better
0: and then you also get the the boss fights aren't like you said not the like they aren't the straightforward boss fights so there will be attack patterns where you will see the uh, red glowing spots on the ground and you have to avoid them. Or you'll see notes coming at you straight forward so you have to go in between them and dodge them. At one point, it highlighted different sections of the floor and piano hammers, yep. like they're supposed to be hammering the strings, would be coming down. And you had to kind of memorize the pattern. So it just, it's just one of those boss fights that, it's not you attacking, it's you learning their pattern and avoiding their attacks and then again with these boom boxes they would be doing the damage for you so it's more just about again learning those patterns. Yep. So, it made it a lot of fun and there was a lot going on. Getty, did you have anything that really what what else stuck out to you about this game? I
2: it was just a lot of fun to try out. So, it usually usually I have a big gripe with the games that Alex picks and he tells us that we have to try <laughs> out, but this one like granted it was on the epic store and i didn't know that until i had to search for it but the the characters uh, the way that the game presented itself very uh, very not very serious uh, seemingly that the characters are there to have fun but at the same time like fighting the the evil of edm come on that's <laughs> it's just great with you're, rock you're rap. selling
1: you're selling me on this, so I I feel like I need to be uh, wish listing this and keeping an eye on it. Comes give the give the
2: demo a shot, but it it was just a a different experience from what
0: I'm used to in this whole scenario. Uh, and just so you know, August twenty fifth. Oh, August 25th.
2: You guys can pitch
0: in and get it for me for my birthday. Joel, you in? Okay, I, happy I birthday, Daddy. I don't need it. <laughs> <Your> birthday. <laughs> th- the physical switch edition isn't until september 15th but it's playstation 4 on the the 20th uh, in august right yeah yep.
2: okay yeah i'll probably pick it up on that uh, I i want to say that it might have co-op
0: because you do have the two characters so maybe we can get some co-op action hmm yeah because you do swap between them. you can swap between them and then you can also do if you hold both triggers you'll do a combined special attack yeah then uh, i did want to kind of touch on the couple of other things that Unless you really explored by going through the menus, uh, by going through those menus, there are equipables that when you when you equip them give you bonus stats and give your attacks to do different things like heal you on damage or do ten percent more damage. So there's that. Your dual, your special attack. There's a rhythm component, so you have to hit the the right time frame yep. to get this special attack off. So there is a lot more in-depth stuff, and in this vertical slice of it, we didn't get as, we didn't get everything. We had stuff pre-equipped, and uh, everything was pre-selected, at, like as bonus attacks and stuff like that. So, uh, no straight roads. It's quite addicting. Now, can I tell you guys something else that's addicting? Yes, go ahead. Skater XL. Skater XL. So I had talked about Skater XL uh, when it was early access. I had. Purchased the, the early access, $25. And it is very, very, very sim-like. It is one stick is one foot, one stick is another foot, and you are skateboarding, and you are doing tricks, and you are moving around two different spots that you choose just to do more tricks. Uh, it went one. The reason why we're talking about it now is because it went 1.0 <gasps> as of two days ago. Officially released? <laughs> Officially released, Skater XL. And... I had been playing it. I I've been watching the updates. I've been seeing all the stuff happen. And when at 1.0, I launched it just to see what was new and what was going on. They have maps. But it's what's fascinating is what this game is. You guys have seen me play skate uh, when when we had three hundred and sixty in college. I had just skate one the demo. Yep. And I played that like a hundred hours.
2: Yeah? <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> I remember like, hey, can we play Halo now? And like, no. We're playing skate. Like, this is just the demo. Come on, man. Look, I got brand new Halo 4. Like, no. Ugh.
0: It's this is tech teching. This is tech decking. This is taking your tech deck and imagining doing a trick, how you would do it, and setting up these very elaborate scenarios. So they give you these maps that'll be like a school, quote unquote, a school. But the school also has 20 different famous skate spots that you've seen in skate videos that are all around the world, but they're all magically condensed into one school. And you pick your point that you want to drop your skater in, and then you do your tricks using the sticks, and it's just, they really made it intricate. You flick with one foot, and you can catch it with just your back foot, or your your front foot first. You can flip it slower. You can flip it higher. You can do all of this stuff. And then 1.0, and then and they're not going to really change this. What 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 is this all in lieu of? Nothing. Your idea is you playing tech deck in a map. They have challenges, but there's no story. There's nothing there. And yet I sat I sat down yesterday, and I'm like, well. It's really stupid. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's very basic. It's bare bones. There's not a whole lot there. And then I turned it on again yesterday. And Beth Beth's on her phone. I'm playing Skater XL. And I blink. I spent... I want to say... Uh, I spent some time trying to do a couple tricks because they look cool. And you you set up a camera and you can film yourself. You can pick... You can slow-mo. You can pan around. You can pick certain angles. And it just... I blinked and it was three hours and Beth was asleep on the couch. I was like, what? what? I just... I just really wanted to get that trick, and I wanted to look the right way, and I did it. But I, it just, yeah, yeah, it's that's what this game is: is that I, it's me tech decking by like, okay, here's a stair set, here's a rail. I'm just gonna sit here, and I, I want one trick. Hold on, I'm gonna do it like 15 times. Then once I get the one that I do like, I'm going to spend another half an hour picking the right angle, doing a drone shot, having my camera pan over my character. All oh, right, when I see the flick, I'm gonna slow mo. So there's nothing wrong with this game, is what you're saying? What I'm saying is that it is an anomaly to me that I, I seem to can't put down.
1: So what you're saying is that instead of hearing you play with your actual tech deck during <laughs> recording from now on, we're going to hear the click of buttons on your controller as you're playing Stator XL while recording. Yeah, hold we're on. We're going to hear some of this. Yes. Yeah. Perfect yep it's, it's, it's coming to switch it's, it's like <laughs> it's coming to switch <laughs> so no. instead
2: we're going to be seeing it this hold on guys hold up. <laughs> <It, laughs> i gotta get the camera angle it, right. it's yeah.
1: just you know if he alex is holding out for the limited run dames release of stator xl <sighs> so he can lick the cartridge
2: oh not the bitterant.
1: <laughs> oh so, so like, is this is this scratching that same itch of you playing the uh, state demo in college? Is is that is it the fact that it's sort of just like this contained thing, almost helpful to your uh, obsession with this? Yes. <laughs> thank, yes exactly. thank you for verbally this, this, confirming. This, this is an audio format, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no, just staring into the camera. Don't forget, we started uh, well, as audio. <laughs> All right.
0: You know what? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I have uh, I have a job and I have a computer at work that has cycled that has cycling backgrounds different video game backgrounds as you would but also I have some skateboarding images from you know some ones that I've liked that I've seen in, in magazines that have they put out wallpaper for so I have a rotating uh, background desktop of just different images and I found the skate spot from one of my backgrounds because I really liked that trick at that skate spot and I spent, 45 damn minutes recreating that spot and then filming it so that's what i did it was still amazing that that was me trying to get ready like i'm like i should wind down from bed you know what i should wind down with skater XL. just find one thing that i want to do and then film it and then just like okay I'm ready for bed.
1: This sounds like such a boutique experience. Like yeah. I, I I, expect <laughs> there to be a cottage industry of YouTube videos of people uh, sharing their bet greatest hits of Stator XL uh, you, attempts and then jo- followed up with all of the times they've bailed, right?
0: Uh, well, Joel, I gotta tell you, I am subscribed to three... Skater Excel channels already. Uh, I have been watching them also before bed, and uh, they they do what you're saying. Yep. In that way that they're saying like, okay, we're just going to show you this map, and we're going to kind of skate around. Oh, we should try this trick, and then like it's 15 minutes of them trying one trick, and then they're like, now we're going to film it. Okay, I'm going to pull the camera around. I'm going to hit this keyframe. I'm going to I'm going to put it. In, I'm going to slow mo right. Uh, shout out to Night Speeds. Uh, And uh, Streamer Milky, uh, two very good Skater XL YouTubers and streamers. Their videos, uh, I tune in every day because they make these videos daily.
1: Why? Not a joke, (laughs) and it's
0: been... They got it when I got it. They got it when it was in early access, too.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Skater XL, guys. I'm glad that you found your happy place.
0: Yeah. It's, It's... it's interesting, and I showed it to Beth, and she goes, okay, I can see why somebody would like this. I wouldn't, but I could see why somebody would like this. Like, this
1: okay. this is my Animal Crossing, Beth. Don't take this from
0: me. Well, I call that a beta-tastic week. Uh, let's take a break. I can probably get uh, a trick filmed Within the break time, let's not joke about this. So, I can't. It's so, going to take me at least. So, a if if
1: you are doing a trick and let's say it's like a three sixty Nolly or some some other skater move, and it, you're on the road, is that t- turning tricks in the street?
0: Ooh, that's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. I like that. All right, let's be right back.
1: tired let me hold it
0: see that was nice that was very
2: g-rated getty i don't know why you're addressing me i i don't (laughs) i'm pretty sure i write this stuff like a half hour before i pass out so sometimes when we're reading through the notes like i don't remember writing any of it so just flows through you like you're an artiste no like i forgot even though i wrote it yesterday at like 10 o'clock at night
1: one of these days daddy is going to be sending an email at work and it's just going to be part of the show notes that he thought he was sending. <laughs> i've done sending that before to google doc <laughs> not
2: gonna lie i've done that before like i was supposed to be sending a message in teams and then it turned into like a segue and they were like that that's not
0: what what <laughs> <laughs> Also, I subscribe to his wife's Snapchat, and like half of them are pictures of a passed out getting. Yeah, that's
1: right. Like it's
2: <laughs> it's either I'm asleep or I'm working at this
0: point. So. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's a light news week. Uh, first thing first, I'm gonna shuff, shuffle this around. Uh, Cuphead on PS4. Finally, which. It's more that this this was more of a Microsoft
1: game. I mean, it was published by Microsoft, right? And that, that was part of why mm-hmm. it was surprising even when they announced it for Switch because it was one of those sort of first dabbling, you know, putting their foot in the water of going outside of the Microsoft ecosystem with Microsoft published games. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there must be something in there. See, I'm trying to think if it's like a matter of there being something in the publishing agreement where there's timed exclusivity, or if this is just maybe a measure of Microsoft saying, "Hey, there are certain games we only want on the Xbox platform, and certain games we feel like they do so well that it, it makes more sense to have like a broader platform." You look at like uh, Minecraft, like, and part of that they bought yeah. they bought it out, so like they grandfathered that in, mm. but. Maybe they saw the success with a broader platform on that, and figured like, hey, you know, for these ones with a wider audience, who cares if Sony has to take a bit of a cut, you know?
0: I so I could see a Ori in the Blind Forest coming through this, you know?
1: Possibly. I I especially that first game, <laughs> like it's it's yeah. it's old enough where it, it kind of reminds me of uh, what Sony's doing with some of their games and starting to bring them on PC, you know, or uh, that game company with. Uh, Flower and Journey, or uh, Heavy Rain, and uh, uh, the Robot Game. Uh, Horizon. No, I like the Robot Game Horizon. better. Okay. Mm. Mm. I'm still, Actually, I heard they I'm still dropped the then. specs for that this week, didn't they? For Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I know Hartwood's really—he's uh, really jazzed to try it out. He's—he's he's been listening to all of us sort of heap glowing praise on that in our hangouts chat so we've got him primed and ready it's to
2: damn good game so
1: d- well maybe that'll be what breaks him free from red dead
2: <laughs> you think so <laughs> uh, there's some nice sprawling open world there so
0: yeah there should sh- be
1: there sure is yeah
0: i'm still waiting for the sexy time mods of uh of the death stranding yeah that's the game that you bought me <laughs> but it's on. I'm saying it's on PS4 or it's on it's on PC now.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So where? Oh, are you mean the people sexy-
1: modding it so that it's sexier? Yeah, sexier. What is? You, what did, you just want? You just want them to insert Norman Reedus in Metal Gear Solid 5's cutscene where Quiet does the sort of
2: oh uh, when she's ooh, in the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking that Norman Reedus takes his shirt off and it's just like a giant monster tattoo on his back
0: i can't remember where i saw it but someone had talked about hey we can finally get a game where norman reedus and theoretically conan o'brien can make out
2: you're not wrong but i also don't want to see that and who wanted to see that in the first place just say it can happen now. Well, a lot of things can happen, but should it? No. Absolutely I mean not. I I'm a fan of Conan, but he's
1: I don't know. In the year 2020, <laughs> isn't that the most likely outcome?
2: Oh,
0: I see where you go. Yeah, I guess I guess it is. <laughs> he does the he does the growl in the game too that stupid growl he mm. does
2: <laughs> does he also do like his intro where he he pretends to pull up his uh tights and and uh squeeze his nipples no
0: okay. but he makes a couple of good jokes about otters uh yeah. he said uh here take this otter hat don't worry i have an otter one These are still bad and he, he, yeah he is what nothing you suck. I'll try to come up with a better joke. So it's Conan. It's Conan. Okay. Next. A big batch of Nintendo leaks. Source code for games N64, GameCube, and Wii. Uh, more, the most notable ones I've seen were Luigi in Mario 64, a new Animal Crossing villager that uh, we did not know existed, and Yoshi's Island is deemed Super Mario 5. Also, there was supposed to be an adult Mario in that game, too.
1: I did also see, run across, uh, there were prototype images of Mario from Super Mario World with wings instead of a cape, Uh, so that was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also saw some people talking about, like, the video game historian types are struggling with, like, a moral dilemma of what they do and do not archive, and what they keep, (laughs) because, like... The, the leaks of this stuff had to have come from, like, inside the house, right? Like, like the, yeah. the amount of stuff that happened. And with that comes a lot of legal murky waters that they have to decide, like, okay, like, if we start keeping this stuff, or we if we more or less, like, promote and condone this stuff, are we promoting law-breaking in all this?
0: <laughs> well, that also goes along with emulation people. Mm -hmm. People who create the emulation for games, they're recreating it themselves, not using actual source code, because the the companies like Nintendo are litigious. So if they were to find an emulation website and find their code, they can sue for a lot.
1: And And, and, And I suspect it wouldn't be that hard for them to take a snippet of their code and be able to find these emulators and and then, you know, see that, wait, yeah, you are using our, (laughs) our intellectual property to help reproduce this.
0: But that's kind of the problem with the code leaking because they did it on their own without it. And so it kind of comes to a, no, we're not using it. No, no, we're not using it. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't use the code. Don't use the source code. Yeah.
2: Don't don't put it out
0: there. But those people, a lot of people do it for, like Joel said, historical purposes. Some of this stuff doesn't exist. And there are tons of stories of developers not keeping record of previous work. You know, there are jokes that I've heard of developers taking all of the source code for games, putting it in a binder, and then losing it mm-hmm. or leaving it at a previous office. We don't need this game anymore. Done. But now, with all the remasters and people trying to historically document these games, the code doesn't exist anymore, so they can't recreate it except for just having what that if that game exists. You know, this is the last copy of this game.
1: I, I thought I kind of recalled that was part of what the claim was on Final Fantasy IX, even for the longest time, was that like. They they had lost the original source code for that game, so the only thing you would ever see ported to stuff would be just the the PlayStation One digital version, rather than mm. it being kind of more of a from the ground a port of it, and so it would come with warts and all of that. And so like, I think I think it was similar it, with it's eight. it's a it's a tough tr- uh, line to follow in that way because I I really. Everybody's interested in seeing this stuff, right? Especially from a company like Nintendo, who is very cagey about showing stuff that's in prototype or unfinished phases, and and, and seeing that kind of, like, from the ground-up history of stuff. That, that's, that's kind of what was co- so cool about the first Mario Maker, uh, was because they would just be sending in, out the game with a booklet, and it would be a whole bunch of different uh, pieces of paper showing, like, you know, here's like the picture of what Miyamoto drew on graph paper of the first level <laughs> before they actually designed it and you don't get a, you yeah. don't get a window into that too often.
0: It's definitely interesting to see their process and the inside like how it all works, how they brainstormed it out. you can like imagine right because you only hear hushed whispers about like oh, it's Mario time and all this different stuff so. <laughs> oh it is Mario time <laughs> yeah, It's Mario time. Now it's really Mario time, you know what I mean? Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Joel, you want to sing? You want to read us out here? Sing us out?
1: What a pleasant stroll! Let's book it before Daddy ruins this. Oh, that that wasn't very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who writes this garbage?
0: <laughs> Let's discuss this on Bearback. Play games that make us feel. Yep, that's right. First game we're going to talk about is Gardens Between. Gardens Between. Uh, Getty, I got to tell you, that beat list is haunting me because every time I take a step in the right direction, I look and you have jumped five games on your beat list.
2: I'm using your situation as my motivation, knowing... (laughs) Knowing that once you have your uh, your child, you're not gonna have an no. opportunity to really do uh, much playing here. That's why I'm trying to hit the beat list hard, and you're just destroying me. Can you not say like the words "hit the beat list" and <laughs> that's in that context? Like
0: <sighs> that was planned. The so I looked at the beat list. Uh, recently, and noticed Getty had played a game called Gardens Between. Yeah, so I had not. I, I had not heard.
2: Of this I had game. actually downloaded this quite a while ago when I got my <clears throat> Xbox uh, Game Pass for PC. When I went ahead and replaced my uh, uh, my motherboard, went out, so I also upgraded my processor, and the the processor came with three free months, which happened to coincide with quarantine. Uh, Hilariously enough, I didn't even get to start playing this until after my three free months <laughs> came up. But uh, this is a this is a puzzle game, but at the same time, it's uh, in the same vein as your walking simulator. So the joystick, you, you just press it to move forward or you press it to move backwards. And uh, there's uh, a couple of command keys so that the characters can interact with the environment. But... You're either moving forward or backwards in the environment. And if you move forward, time progresses. If you move backwards, then time rewinds. So you have to use that to solve the the different puzzles in each of the stages. And at the same time, each of the stages corresponds to a different um, event in the past of the two characters. So Arena and Frent are the two characters, and they are reliving some of these memories through this kind of dream world that they're in. Mm -hmm. And uh, your your main character is Arena, and she has this lantern that she'll hold, and it'll absorb like a little glowing ball of light. In this way, it, it reminded me a little bit of Gris, in the way that Exit. there's this little like starlight, this little piece that she can carry around, and that's how you move from zone to zone, or how you complete the stage, is that you have to place the lantern down, and both of the friends come together, and they press it into the base, and it'll unlock part of a memory. And this, this game is really cute in a lot of ways, and it, it's really like the... Im- embodiment of two friends that are going through something in their lives. I don't wanna spoil it too much, but for a game that I had never heard of, like seeing some of the screens from it, it it really made me want to try it out. And I don't think that I do that often enough. I usually am just like, hey, whatever's new, whatever's whatever's good. I don't think that I ever look at games like this and I'm like, hey, this, this looks like it might be pretty good. I'm going to give it a shot.
0: See, now, Getty, I uh, sent you a little screenshot. Uh, this because I also, pl- I, I saw this on your beat list, and I was like, no, Getty, I will also beat this game. And I did, in a so single you sitting. Think? And uh, it, by the end, so while you're doing these puzzles, they're alluding to real world events
2: things that happened in their live uh, yeah their their time yeah. together
0: yes and by the ending if you well if you think about it when you move forward time moves forward when you move backwards time moves backwards and there's a way to affect the environment as such but by the ending made me understand why you would want to turn time backwards and it Made me feel things, so I, it it definitely came to a heartfelt conclusion, that, that told me a lot about these characters, which were two silent characters you don't know very much about, but by the end, you really kind of, you know, felt for them and what they're doing, and, uh, the game itself. Made sense in, in w- with what it, what it was trying to tell you.
2: Yeah, uh, for something that I would qualify as a walking simulator, it does have some pretty challenging puzzles too. Uh, made me look at the way that the entire environment was laid out because there will be times so Joel can feel a little bit more part of the conversation. So <laughs> there's there's like these little sprites that will mm-hmm. that will interact with the environment. So. If you're moving time forward, like, you'll see that this sprite jumps from one platform to another to another, and there's one level where they really try and make you think about it. There's, like, six or seven of them, and you have to find the right one where you can place the lantern on so that it'll move your orb of light all the way up to the top of the stage. However, they're jumping into different vats of, like, colors, and you have to, like, look at everything that's going on, try and figure out which one is the right one so that you don't end up going back and placing the lantern on seven different sprites and then like walk backwards for two minutes and then have to walk backwards again. So the puzzles are definitely there to make you think about it, even though there Mm -hmm. isn't like a terrible amount of uh, like button mashing or other things that require you to interact with the environment.
1: But it, but it sounds like they are logic puzzles, which it is something that, uh, if done right, is very satisfying. Like, we, we talked about Superliminal just recently, and, and that that's really successful in using logic puzzles and, and the framework that they build in order to uh, really just sort of, like, expand on the core concept over time and make it more complex, but make it logical to where it teaches you how to do that as you go along uh it sounds like this is successful in a similar way at least of being Mm uh using the the conceit using the uh the tricks that they have in order to both uh make the puzzles more complex but it also integrates it into the story
2: yes because in the background of each of the environments you're seeing something that happened in the course of the story of the two characters together.
1: Yeah. I was say like, I was just listening I mean, it sounded really compelling. Like it sounds like something I should, uh, find some time to, uh, check into.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the, 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 the format generally is that you can grab the glowing light and that's what you need to bring to the end. But there are times when there'll be a black hole that will suck it away and you have to yeah. avoid that. So you'd put it on the sprite to hop around, or uh, you just would have to stop at certain points. So you, because again, time moves forward or backwards depending on which way you go. Mm-hmm. But if you stop, something might be happening around at that exact point. So uh, I think the one of the 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 weirder ones was that you were walking, and as you look in the background, you'll see a water drip. Every once in a while, it'll drip through a broken piece of wire, and you'll see a, a static a lightning yeah. jump, like a, an arc. Okay. What you had to do there was stop when the water was causing the arc, and lights would turn on. Huh. Hmm. So that, that's, that's what I mean, is that it's really trying to figure out, moving back and forth, what is the gimmick? What is happening around in this little diorama, because it is just a very linear path, but... Obstacles in the way make it so you have to figure out how to go. Yeah, because like, sometimes you do have to go forward, back, forward, back, forward, back. Okay, now I can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and okay. The nice thing is this: this game is on everything. Like if you want to <laughs> play it on your iPhone, it's on iOS. It's on the eShop. Mm-hmm. It's on PlayStation, mm-hmm. Xbox. I. It, it was on Game Pass. I seriously, the first day that I got Game Pass, I looked and I. I grabbed like three separate games and it, this one was just sitting there for so long and I was eventually like, I have to try this. Like it looks, it looks like a lot of fun. And it was, I enjoyed it. It did make me feel and I have no
0: regrets. Same. Uh, did you know that there is a feature on Game Pass? Not to kind of go off into a tangent here, <laughs> but there is a feature on Game Pass where you can pick, like it'll the Game Pass will pick for you. You tell them what you're feeling. I'm feeling... Puzzly, I'm feeling action, whatever, and it will just go, Okay, here's your game we're installing does, it now. Does it it's like, do oh, like it's,
1: hi, it's, I'm feeling depressed.
0: No. Maybe.
1: I, I think that's I, I think it. you just choose indie when you want that. Yeah. All right.
0: I'll give it a I'll <laughs> hey. give it a try here. Gardens Between was feeling depressed, Getty. Made you feel things. It did. Mm-hmm but with the gardens between sometimes you have to go into the desert as well
2: uh, you know not all of the environments in nowhere profit are deserts were there also gardens between there were yeah i would consider some of the cities and some of the other uh,
0: locale to be gardens okay so we're apt there too nowhere profit went came uh, came out it came out a while ago when we originally discussed the game but it came out on Nintendo Switch. Joel and I, uh, Getty, you didn't get it on I'm Nintendo Switch. I'm still playing either. it on PC. <laughs> okay, and he uh, he's been developing and updating that game still, ongoing for uh, since since before release. But mm-hmm. uh, he has cha- he has added a lot of stuff to this game.
1: Yeah. What yeah, do you
0: I... think about the game moving forward, Getty?
2: getty let's ask joel because i want to know what he feels like he he got it on switch i want to see if there's any differences between what you guys see on switch and what i have in front of me
1: uh so i mean personally personally getty if i'm completely honest i played for a couple of hours on pc Mm -hmm. and dropped off okay Uh, it wasn't a matter of me not enjoying the game I'm finding more and more the platform matters to me and the ability to be able to have something in my hand rather than, especially for a card game like this or a something that apes the card game format or style. Uh, so it would, this would be something where like I really enjoyed it, but also... I don't usually sit down at my PC anymore, uh, especially now that we're at home and all my hours of the day are on a PC <laughs> for work from home too. So I need to like separate myself from being in front of computer. So that's that's where I have my PC and I have my work PC. So I'm yeah.
2: working on this surface and then in the background, I'll have either Slay the Spire or I'll have Nora Profit up and I'll be trying to right. see if I can make it through because I don't have to spend that much time paying attention to those games. Like it, right. It's very like your turn. Time has stopped. Pick it up whenever you
1: can. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's what I liked about it on switch though. So like the, sorry, go ahead, Alex.
0: No, that's what I was asking is that what did you think about switch?
1: I I, I love it. I mean, as far as I can tell, it runs just as good, uh, you know, it, it is the same experience from what I've seen so far on Switch. Uh, I, I'm divvying up my time now between this and Rock of Ages 3, which we'll talk about next week. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a, a review code for that as well. But uh, the, from what I've seen, th- this, is, this is the ideal platform to have it on for someone like me who doesn't want to be sitting in front of a computer or have to have it on my television. Uh, you know, my Kelly and I's nightly routine when the kids are in bed is usually uh, a show we're watching. And this is the perfect kind of like passive game that you can have, uh, you know, play your turn, uh, look up and, and pay attention to what's we're watching and then, uh, keep a cursory eye on the game and, and watch the opponent play its turn and then, uh, make your turn back and forth. Like it's, it's just the perfect kind of like casual game to touch on
0: okay so you feel like that the handheld brings a lot to it and at the same time it it feels very you don't feel like it missed a beat by being on switch because there are some games that i've found things like the red strings club where i don't think that it benefited from the switch because a mouse it was it's sometimes present in that game and it doesn't feel on a stick really well to be trying to go to a mouse with that. So you feel like there there wasn't anything lost by going to Switch? I,
1: I think that like if you think about Nowhere Profit, the fact that the battle system is on a grid. So it naturally works better to be doing the D-pad input or even the, the uh, controller input to move and navigate. And then even in between the actual matches you're going through that sort of uh branching tree path of a story in each zone it 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 lends itself well to that like it it, you know there there are some adventure games that you play on, on a console and it's like i wish you could find a better way to handle the navigation of this stuff because you just feel like you're using the the control pad to just move a mouse cursor and it feels slow and plotting, and not satisfying. And for the most part, I felt like things move still in a nice sort of quick, snappy fashion on here.
0: Okay. That's that's good to know, just because I was curious about how that would translate, you know? Mm. I, I mean, again, I haven't played Slay the Spire on Switch, so I don't know how that it's translates to It's the
2: as well, same so. as playing it on computer. You don't need all of the... It, you just need to be able to move around, and the cursor, there is really no cursor unless you're out in the the map. And,
1: okay. And, and I will just add that, like, the style of this game is still fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and and it it's the perfect kind of, I don't want to call it minimalist, cause it's it's not really that, but it's it's deep, uh, heavy lines of animation in how they draw the characters in a way that lends itself really well to a smaller portable screen too. Lots of indie games, they, they, I think they sort of struggle with this because they, they start on the larger platforms and then when they scale it back to Switch, if it's not a, a cleaner visual style like this, it, it becomes a little more muddied and it suffers for it. But this is one that clearly works well. For
2: the format. I could see that. I mean, already, it still looks good playing it on PC. And uh, I could only imagine it looking even tighter and more well-defined on the Switch. And I love finding new characters say- because I feel like every time I play, I do come across new and different characters. Even, I've probably done like 40 runs. I still haven't finished like a complete run. I always get stuck at that last boss but i definitely find new and different things each time i play
0: and again he's been updating with new profits and mhm Yeah. Mm-hmm. he's you he's have to been do relentless stuff to
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know talking with them it, it doesn't surprise me how uh, how relentless he's been and one of the interesting things is that uh, i think shark bomb, it's shark bomb studios right the the studios that he would work okay. through or am I thinking of someone else? I will double check, but, uh, that but uh, right. w- one thing I found interesting is that if you go to the title screen on here, uh, it's Noah Profit, and then below it says a Martin Ericard game. So like he, he's he's uh, he, he's getting his name up his name up front and center. So good for him to make sure and uh, let people know that he's the creative mind behind it because he he's relentless and he deserves any accolades along with this. Yeah, you guys will. Uh, and it is uh, Shark Bomb Studios. Yeah,
2: you'll have to let me know how your runs go, because I, I feel like I've been mildly successful, but there's still a lot of times where I'm like, uh, I think I'm gonna do it this time, and then <laughs> once I get to the vault, I get just stomped out. Mm-hmm. The the mech guys are just so much worse. And no matter what I think, I'm like, oh, I, I'm doing really well with this run. I, I've been altruistic. I, I've been uh, hoarding all of my food, hoarding all of my, like, hope. And then just, nope, just get completely demolished. I, I get good weapons, too, for the profits. Like, I had one where I, I had, like, like, five extra armor, uh do four damage to everything in a single row like i'm i'm streaming i'm like i'm i'm good here nope like i will still get destroyed towards the end it's hard but it's it's hard enough that i want to go back and i want to keep trying it
1: yeah we'll, we'll have to share notes as we play more of this here um I, I'm, still, I'm still at the point where I, I don't get through the first map yet. <laughs> and, and it's clearly something where I'm not figuring out the best strategies in how you divvy up your followers in different matchups and how you mix and match the right like, deck to uh, get stuff uh, done. At the
2: start, but, I'll give you the same thing that Martin gave us. You have to go. You just go. You don't care. You just play what you have in your hand. Uh, mm-hmm. If you lose characters, you lose them because there's going to be plenty of opportunities later to pick up new characters or okay. or try and find them on the road. Because sometimes it'll be like, do you want to hire these people? Yeah, do that. It, obviously, you don't want to play too recklessly, but that's the same reason why you have the leader cards too. Because you should have a, a balanced approach in mind when you're going into the battles. And uh, there's going to be times where, in the first area, you'll only encounter a couple of, of fights, and other times where you're gonna you're gonna run into like six or seven guys, and those are the worst ones. Uh, but you can avoid them depending on you. You can. I sorry, I should say you can avoid some of them, looking at how you traverse the map. There we go.
1: I, I feel like there's commentary there. <laughs> there's. I feel like there's some sort of social commentary Joel there quit about like heading here, towards the red here, things here. here Here's here's the strategy. Uh, grind your followers into dust and move on.
2: No, because honestly, like in the playthroughs where I do really well, it's because I understand that there's gonna be an acceptable amount of losses. As bad as that sounds.
1: Yeah. Oh God. I let, yeah, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's okay.
0: Well, let's race to finish. Nowhere profit. I'm not gonna race to finish that, Getty. Somebody's gotta I'm somebody's gotta it. beat it with me.
1: <laughs> I, I'll i I'm not... with you. I'm with you. Thank I'll you. follow you to the end. Be I'll you. be your i I'll be your Sam to your Frodo. One of the five <laughs> games on Joel's beat list. Nowhere
2: profit makes it to the list. <laughs> this is not hey, my job. Hey,
1: I've beat I've beaten plenty of games, I just haven't written them down. <laughs> Yeah,
0: cause this is not my genre. This is not my. I mean, I'll try it. I, I again, I bought it on Switch, so I'm excited to play this. But uh, it is not my genre. But I want you know. Again, I'm gonna. I, I think I might do it tonight. So, well, let's move into one last thing. One last thing. Where we give one last sentence. One last statement. Moving us into the weekend and you, the listener, into the weekday. For me, I'm still trekking through Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I got. That game is phenomenal with movement, Joel. You will adore this game. Mm -hmm. But I got to the point that I started getting hand cramps.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: It's triple jump, right bumper to dash, left bumper to bounce off an enemy. But, okay, so I have a dash through sand. So I'm swimming through. I have to lead an enemy up, dash out of the sand. Enemy follows me. I bounce (laughs) off of him, dash into another platform triple jump dash into a wall to grip the wall mm-hmm. and then hop over I again I started getting cramps because I didn't I'm like I'm hitting both bumpers and both triggers now and it's there's no no good is coming from it
2: that was like four <laughs> last things
1: Joel I have you played ori daddy I think that counts is one. is one. Okay. <laughs> all encompassing hand 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 cramp is the summary of what. happened. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So I uh, I have finally reached a point where uh, I've I've accomplished some of my uh, recent projects. So I'm finding myself suddenly with more free time, guys. Uh, I want you to help me pick my next game. What? My next uh, bid game. Uh, your choices are I could uh, pick back up Final Fantasy VII Remake because I barely scratched the surface of that. Uh, I could uh, start Persona 4 Golden because I picked up a copy of PC and I, I'm ready to get rid of my Vita now. Uh, or I could do Death Stranding. Not
0: this <laughs> one. I think you got to do Final
1: Fantasy. Okay. I, yeah. Final Fantasy. I, I was I was just waiting to see which one of you try to, you know, troll me and say I should do death stranding, but I I appreciate you guys looking out for my well-being. <laughs> death If you want to
0: do death stranding, you should play death stranding for roughly 2 to 5 hours
1: at a time. Ever? No. At oh at all. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, I'm saying is that you could be that person that wants to commit mm. and know what is going on. Yeah. Cause there is, there are there are mo- those moments that you kind of just like. Is he gonna? Do-? Okay, he's doing he's doing this, <laughs> and then you just sit back in awe of what he's, he's talking about doing. the kaka grenades. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, and I'll tell you off, Mike, because
0: it, it's it's kind of no. A don't tell me that. Doesn't really matter. But it's like don't ridiculous. spoil but, it.
2: I might play it in six years. But the
0: idea. <laughs> But the idea that it's more like you just watch it and then you just go, okay, th- this is this is Buckwild, it's everything. But you also get enough of the gameplay mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, I understand what I'm going to be doing for the next like 30 hours and I can move on. Sure. Okay. So so that should not be your big game unless you're like, I'm going to play it for five hours and be done. No,
1: no, thank you for giving me the mercy shot and just uh, giving me the right choice. <laughs> One of the two right choices. Getty I
2: got carrion on Xbox game Pass and I hope to play it this weekend
0: nice nice yeah it's it, it's installed
2: yeah mine too but I really want to uh, play
0: it
1: let I'm like let me know when you four guys chapters play Halo. That. I let's let's make that a coordinated effort here because i I definitely want to play through that I can do that
0: did you uh play the beta we all no.
1: oh we did Alex and I yeah
0: we did I even made heart- no, we- I. he loved it I did not it's good you'll, you'll really like it though and that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio before we go you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio where we twitch stream a lot you get it you get it we twitch stream a lot I think our open day is gonna be Thursday it's gonna be Thursday it's gonna be, it's gonna be our open day every other day you should check out our streams they're tons of fun also also we will we are working on new projects for all of you listeners who want a little bit more of a video component in the form of beta breakdowns i've I've named it beta breakdown where we will be doing uh short videos on youtube of the betas we're playing and just a brief explanation and rundown of what they are if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com. Provide a review on iTunes. or the fo- the follower mass grave of your choice. I didn't understand that one that much.
1: I mean, I get it. Like
0: I, I understand those are all words. I didn't follow it together.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Gigi Joel. Oh, by the way, I was on Damien Fitz last week, and you guys should uh, <laughs> listen to it if you uh, are interested in... Uh, more content with the one more. of us dumbasses on it. Good game. <laughs>
0: no, Dave. I stop real quick. I listened to that episode. You guys were hilarious. So it was a fantastic listen. Uh, also, also look for uh, Big Brother to the site and writer, article contributor, and reviewer for Super GG Radio. Uh, Philip, my brother, going to be on Nintendo Main. Nice. So that will be a future episode
2: as well. Uh, gg getting gg i didn't listen to any episodes of uh gaming fix i'm sorry <laughs> I, uh, I know that joel was on there but i no. that's 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 okay that's incentive not to i got to, I, I got stuff i need to do like play betas for this
1: podcast oh, oh man you have no idea my my podcasting diet has plummeted <laughs> Over the past couple months, yeah, it's just like you—you you, you need to shut it out sometimes. I got no motivation uh, to listen to even us.
2: Sorry, not sorry. I, so that—that's why our I'm listener count went down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm listening to more stuff all the time. And in fact, I've started re-listening to old podcasts that I stopped listening to. Like, oh, I haven't listened to these guys in a while. No, anyway. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's how I'm ending it. That's how I'm ending it. I was making sure that I was loud enough. But Steve will say I'm peeking, anyways.
2: Yeah, just yell directly into the microphone.
0: <clears throat> ah!
1: Delightful. Thank you. That was that was great. That's what we all needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. High right. energy. Do it. Let's go.